Welcome to another episode of the Relax Just Love podcast, vegan edition. Today, I have a special treat for you guys. Uh, I got the pleasure to be be speaking with uh, Sean Stratton. He is the founder and director of the International Vegan Film Festival, which is taking place on, well, it's starting October 30th and going all the way through November 7th. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, Nico. It's great to be here with you. I'm very, very happy you guys reached out to say if I was interested because as we were talking before, uh, it's because of a movie, especially a documentary that mm. I changed my ways 12 years ago. And there's nothing more I could do to give back than to give a platform to anybody that wants to change people's lives. So how did it start? Like, where did, where did the, the idea come from to start a vegan film festival? Yeah, it started, I guess, 2017. I, uh, I'd moved to Ottawa, uh, was new here. The year before, we were living in England as our family, and I'd been to a few, a few we'd been vegan for a couple of years at that point, went to a few um, veg fests uh, over there in England and, and really enjoyed them. And I was trying to think about how I could, you know, serve the vegan community and how could I utilize my skills and experience. And I've always kind of been into a little bit of event management and leadership positions and entrepreneurship. And uh, I thought, you know, maybe we could do a veg fest in Ottawa. And there turned out there already was one here. And, and as it turned out, they were actually looking for a new owner at the time. And, and so I met with the people who are currently running it. And I thought, well, maybe I could take this on. And then as I talked to them and I learned more about the veg fest, I was like, whoa, I think this is a bit too much. Uh, it's, a, it's a big endeavor to take on a veg fest, especially this one that was already successful and established. And for the time of my life and what I was doing, we had a newborn baby at the time and, and a lot of other things going on. So I was like, I think that's going to be a bit too much, but what else can I do? And I've always been inspired by the Banff Mountain Film Festival. It's a mountain adventure film festival out of Banff, Alberta in Canada. And I thought, well, maybe there's a film festival, a vegan film festival that uh, travels that maybe I could bring a screening to Ottawa. And I did a bunch of research and I realized, you know, there's no vegan film festival in the world. And I was shocked, you know, the, seeing the popularity of vegan documentaries in, in terms of, you know, you, as you mentioned, a vegan a documentary helped you go vegan, a documentary helped me and my wife go vegan, two different ones for us. And, and I was shocked um, that there was no kind of platform to house all these, all these like-minded vegan themed films. And, and so I thought, well, I guess, why not? Why not me? And here's the opportunity. And, um, you know, didn't come from a film background. My background is in adventure travel, I worked in outdoor education, leading expeditions for 15 years. So I've been kind of planning expeditions. I don't mind the planning and, and things like that. I've planned a triathlons for years as well. And um, so I just jumped into it and learned everything I could about film festivals, how they run, about vegan films, how they're created, how you get in touch with filmmakers, all that stuff. And uh, it was kind of a minimal viable product, I guess, the first year of like, let's <laughs> let's see if we can get even like we didn't know if we were going to get any films. We didn't know if anybody was going to show up and, and we put it together and, and had great success. It, hold on. You said something there. Where is it? Hopefully I didn't lend it out, but uh, a minimal viable product. That's a marketing term right there. I just can't remember who quoted that. Right. That yeah. is. Uh, do you remember who said it? I have, I have no the, idea. It's kind of common language at this point in, in, in kind of entrepreneurship, but the lean startup. Oh yeah. That's that's who came up with it. Wow, that's been a while since I've heard that term. Yeah. So you're saying 2017 is when you 
realized that there was no such thing as a fil- as a vegan felt festival. So how did you get started from there? Yeah, so I guess January 2018 was when I really decided, I guess for the last couple of months of 2017 and over the kind of Christmas, I reached out to some friends in kind of the film industry and then some influencers in, in the vegan space and kind of floated the idea by them and everybody was super positive, but you know, yeah, that's a great idea. If you want to do it, <laughs> no, no one else is assigned to putting their hand up to do it, but everybody thought it was a great idea. And, uh, you gotta be concerned when that happens. Right. But so, yeah, I was, I was like, okay, well, it seems like these people, you know, that are in the know think it's an all right idea and, and let's go forward and, and see if, see if it'll work. And, uh, just did a bunch of research and figuring out the best way to um, get in touch with filmmakers, the best way to organize the festival, how to house it, how to place it, how to, how to screen the movies, how to get them all here and how to organize them all that. It was a, it was a massive learning curve. Um, just kind of doing it for the first few years, you know, honestly, as a side project, um, just as a passion project for me and with the hope that it, you know, it would take off and grow. Um, and it wasn't until this year in 2021, kind of coming into our fourth year that we became a registered nonprofit in Canada and, and kind of really taking it to the next level. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. I love how you mentioned that. Oh, it's a great idea, but nobody wants to do it. <laughs> you know, people say all the time, like, I can't believe yeah. there was never one there. Like, yeah. why, why hadn't anybody started this? I'm like, well, my wife could tell you why no one started this. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of work for a little money. You know, It's a, it's a lot of work and, and you've got to be a passion. You got to be passionate about it to, to put your time and energy into to creating this. That's something that's going to be sustainable and, and last. There's, um, I've done a lot of research before starting um, a vegan podcast, before doing some t-shirts, and I realize exactly that there's not a lot of it. I'm very, very surprised that the, considering the movement, considering the, how big it's becoming, that there's not that much more available. It, it, yeah. it blows my mind. The biggest podcast I could find had 10,000 followers, and it's not even the podcast itself, it's the page of the person that runs it. Right. All the podcasts are super small and it blows my mind that not more people are actually doing it. So for your film festival, does not surprise me in the slightest that nobody yeah. wanted to do it. So Yeah, you know, we, we think when we're in the bubble of, of the vegan world, we think, yeah. you know, the whole world is on the verge. There's only a few people out there that aren't. But in yeah. reality, we are still very, 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 very small. And we're just at the tip of the iceberg, which is exciting because the opportunities abound, you know. Yeah, the uh, I was looking earlier. I was making a list of all the movies I should watch mm. of um, like vegan documentaries. There's not that many. Yeah, looking at them, like there's some very known ones, like the Cowspiracies, the Earthlings, the Dominions. But except for that, I built a list of about ten, and I can say that three or four out of the ten never heard of them. I had no mm. idea what they are. So we're, I think we're just too involved in it right. to realize how small we actually are. Yeah. And you know, I'm, yeah, you'd be surprised how many there are. There are definitely a lot out there. Um, oh, yeah. the, there's a lot, you know, less feature films. So there's a lot yep. more shorter films, um, yep. shorter documentaries, shorter fiction films, but um, there's a great resource. Uh, I highly recommend you check out. It's called veg film, vegmovies.org, vegmovies.org. And, and this guy, Jason set it up. Um, he just did it as kind of a passion project for himself. And it's almost like a, it's almost like Netflix for vegan themed films. And you can find a list of all the vegan themed films basically out there. And he lists on, he shows you how, where you can watch it. 
um, where you can get free versions, where you can get paid versions, um, which ones are free, which ones are paid. Uh, that's a great resource. I highly recommend people check that, that out for, for checking out some films. Well, that was simple. I'm on it right now. There you go. That's a great name. Moby Dick by Moby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's creative. clever. That's actually pretty funny. Moby Dick. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great. Oh, oh, Meet Me Halfway is a documentary I wanted to check yep. out. So just came out. Gunda as well. I don't know what Gunda was about, but it was listed as a very good one too. Yeah, I believe Walking Phoenix is in that one, actually. The Gonda one? I think so. Uh, yeah, I guess it's possible. I've never... It's meant... It's made by a guy that's uh, Victor Kowalski. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I've. Yeah. I, it's on my list of things. Thank well, you for now, recommending Now you've that's got awesome. uh, a year's worth of new movies to watch just in one snap of the fingers. <laughs> you know, I'm a big movie buff. I watch a lot, a lot of movies. Not during the day, but at night when I finally... Because I don't take a lot of breaks, but at night when I eat... I'll watch a movie almost every day. Wow. So I could run through that list in six months, probably. I'm pretty yeah. bad with movies. All right. Well, you're going to love the festival. Well, see, this is a question I was, uh, I, I had before uh, I was uh, checking out your website earlier and it says buy tickets and passes. Is it still, is it in person or is it all online? It's all virtual this year. Yeah. It, we went back it, and forth, whether we were going to manage to do it in auto on person and, I think we could have pulled it off, but for a very, very small number of people because they only have, you know, less capacities in theaters yeah. and things like that. And so we decided just to be safe and and focus all our energy this year again on the virtual. And uh, hopefully in January in the new year, we'll probably do an event, probably a screening of our world tour, which I can tell you more about. Hopefully that'll happen in January in Ottawa, but right now it's all virtual. Is, but doesn't give you it probably gives you a lot bigger platform to do it virtually compared to do it in person though right so it's yeah it's kind absolutely. of a bad for a good or a good for a bad yeah it's one of those things that came out of the pandemic that you know i i thought you know maybe someday we'll do it virtually or having a virtual edition <laughs> five or six years down the road and then three months later we we, we created to do it we learned how to do it and we pulled it off and you know that's what they say about technology over the over the pandemic it's kind of in, sped up six months or six years in, in six months and um we're we're no different uh, and so we did it last year for the first time the the festival uh, online and yeah it opens us up to a global audience it's incredible uh, you know, there's so many people that would not be able to see the festival, whether it's here in Ottawa or one of our world tour screenings. Uh, and, and now they have access to the festival. So it, it is definitely a very positive thing. And I think it's here to stay. We were hoping to do a hybrid event this year. So we do in person, but then after the in-person is finished, then we do the virtual, but um, we'll move that to next year. I, if I would have known that this was in Ottawa, that it, that it existed before I would have been, I would have just drove up there and yeah. be part of this. This is, Absolutely. Absolutely well, we, extraordinary. The, we did a screening in Montreal, actually, in 2019 of our of our world tour. Really? So, uh, yeah. So there'll be screenings in Montreal as well. Oh no! I'll, I'll, I'd come up. Yeah. To Ottawa for the big just thing. For that. Oh yep. yeah, absolutely. How um, so? How does it work if so? Somebody like me that doesn't have a lot of time during the day, but that definitely wants to to watch some of those movies here. How does it work? Do if I buy a pass, do you have to buy a ticket for the, the event themselves or can I buy a pass to see them all later on? How does that work? Yeah. So if you buy a pass, you have access to all of the films. There's 31 yeah. films that we're screening. They range yeah. from two minutes to two hours. 
And uh, the films are arranged into about 12 or 13 blocks. And each block is about 90 minutes of film time. So okay. one, one block may be one feature film or it may be five short films. And with an all access pass, which is just over $40 Canadian, uh, you have access to all those films on demand for, for the week. So once the week is done, you don't have access to them anymore. Nope. Yeah. It's ended after, after the November 7th. And um, yeah, there are talks. We're in talks actually with a streaming service to potentially yeah. um, have them available after. Um, we're, we're just on the initial talks of that, but yeah, I would, I would definitely like to have a platform where, where they are available year round. Um, and, you know, stay tuned for that, uh, for that news to come out later, hopefully kind of before the new year, but, um, we're still exploring that because, you know, when I show these, especially when I show them live at, at in-person events, one of the first questions I get from people after when I do a Q and A's is where can I find these films? I've got to show all my friends, like those films yep. are incredible. Where, where can I find them? And, and um, usually it's like, uh, well, some of them are on YouTube. Some of them are on Vimeo contact the filmmaker kind of haphazard. They're, they're all over the place. Like we don't control, yeah. we don't own the films, um, but we are looking. So we are looking for a streaming platform where we can house them after the festival. So for our American friends, 40 bucks Canadians, about 30 bucks American. Right pretty now, good. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. We've worked really hard to keep our ticket prices down. Like we don't want ticket price to be a barrier for people to watch these yeah. films. It's, it's different than, you know, so many film festivals out there have great films, but you know, our, our slogan is life-changing films and, and these films really are life-changing and we need as many people around the world to, to view them as possible. And so, you know, through our sponsors and donors, we've worked really hard to, to, you know, get enough funding that we can keep the ticket prices very reasonable. How does that work now that you're mentioning uh, sponsors? Because I, I see that you have a bunch of sponsors. Mm -hmm. uh, you had one with a knife. I can't remember what. Yeah, what Wicked Kitchen. Yeah, Wicked they're our Kitchen. title sponsor. I remember that. <laughs> so how does that work? So if uh, do you take donations? You take uh, like do you take public donation like from a person like me? Do you yep. only do corporate? How does that work? No, we'll take money from anybody who wants to give it to us. <laughs> no, we uh, no, we're set up all, all different ways. We we do have a sponsorship package that we we send out to kind of corporate partners. Um, Wicked Kitchen has come on for two years. They've signed on for two years as our title sponsor, which is incredible. They're um, an amazing emerging company out of the United States that uh, should be launching their food product line actually in Canada this year as well. And um, we have a lot of other sponsors. Then we have, um, we work with government grants. We work with NGO grants, like Veg Fund is a big supporter. This year, ProVeg is a massive supporter. They gave us a huge grant, which has been very, very helpful. Um, and then individual donors can donate on our website. There's a link there to donate on theivff.com and uh, any individual can donate. We are not, we are a registered nonprofit in Canada. We're not a society yet. Oh, we're not a charitable society and it gets confusing with the semantics, but to be able to give tax donations, you need to become yeah. a charitable society. And we are in the process of filing that paperwork where I'm actually working with the lawyer right now, like this week, I've been filling out documents for that. And so hopefully by the new year, early in the new year, we become a, a official society um, in Canada and, and we can offer tax to, tax receipts. That's great. I don't think that's a showstopper for most people though. Yeah. Yeah. We're For sure. I, I I understand why people would want a receipt for tax tax purposes, but I know that would not stop me from donating either money or time. Like that wouldn't stop me whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I appreciate How... that. And I just add when when you yeah, buy yeah. your pass online, when you buy your pass, there is a box that you can actually give a donation right then and there. Okay. 
And so, yeah, our, our prices, again, are very reasonable for a block. You, it's $15 and for a pass, it's $40. But if, if you feel like you, you would like to do more and, and I know film festivals that have this many films that are charging $100 for their passes. Yeah. And so there is an opportunity to donate on our website, but also when you buy a ticket for the festival. So beautiful, beautiful endeavor that uh, that you started there. Your, what's your goal? What, what would you like? So you started in 2017. What would you like to go from here? So now you're online. Mm -hmm. the, the platform's there. You're going to get people to stream it for you so that they're available and you can raise awareness that way. But what's your goal? What would you like this thing to go? Yeah, you know, obviously the, the number one goal of the whole festival is to educate more people about veganism and hopefully have more people become vegan and help vegan people stay vegan because we forget about that, you know, and yeah. a lot of vegans need to be educated, you know, just because you're vegan doesn't mean you know everything about, about it. And there's, yeah. you know, lots of people every year that go back and, and don't become, don't stay vegan because of whatever reason. And, and if this, well, I like to say educating vegan, curious, inspiring vegans and entertaining all is kind of a slogan I like to go with. And in terms of kind of growth over the years, you know, one thing I'm really excited about the growth of is potential is the world tour. And the world tour is after the festival happens, we sit down and look at the feedback we get from our audiences. And we craft about a two hour film session of the best short films from our whole festival. And we crunch those into two hours of, of the best short films. And then we Um, license that to local screening hosts around the world. And so we screen in any community in the world and they, they pay a licensing fee. It's uh, it's a nominal fee. And then they organize the event, they sell the tickets, they book the theater, they market the event and they, they keep the profits that come in from that event. And so those local hosts can be entrepreneurs, they can be businesses, they can be school clubs, they can be volunteer organizations, a lot of kind of veg associations for their community to the city end up hosting it. And, and I, I see the huge potential in that, like the Banff Mountain Film Festival, which I mentioned, I think in 2019, they had a thousand screenings in 300 cities around the world. And like, that's my kind of gold standard watching what they're doing. And they've been doing it for 30 years, granted, but I don't want to take 30 years to get there. Every community in the world has a vegan club right now. Yeah. Uh, every city in the world has a vegan community. Yeah. And, and so there's no reason we can't have hundreds and hundreds of these world tour screenings, um, obviously post COVID. Because uh, I, I think these, these screenings are, are a great way to get these films out there. It's a great way to publicize the festival and vegan films, but it's just a great way to have a community event. And, and I'm, you know, I'm an extroverted team building guy and I just love community events. I love being around people and, and to get people out every once a year to come out. I want it to ha happen in that community every year around the same time. So everybody knows like, Oh yeah, I haven't seen you since last year and make food a part of it, have Q and A's, bring in speakers. And, um, and I can see that happening around the world. So that, that's, that's what I, I really, you know, broad vision I'd love to see for the festival. And then obviously growing it here in Ottawa as well. And, you know, making Ottawa a hub for vegan films and making it, you know, over a weekend and then eventually a week and then bringing filmmakers in and bringing investors in and having networking sessions. And there's so much more we can do with it, but uh, every one step at a time, as they say. You know, if you ever, I'm going to put my name in there. If you ever need somebody to preach, to go around the world and uh, do publicity for this, yeah. I'm right here. All That right. is one thing. I, I'm such a movie buff. I've, I've lived, I, I love movies. I've watched most movies that are out there. I'm just crazy about movies. And Fantastic. yeah, well, next it, year we'll have to get you on our film reviewer list. 
This oh, year, for the first it. time, we, uh, we went out to our, our kind of social media followers and we had ended up with 40, 40 reviewers from around the world. I think we had 19 countries represented and uh, they did the initial screening. So they watched all the movies that were submitted and rated them. And that helped us uh, as an organizing committee narrow them down for the ones that we're going to send our judges. So, yeah, I'll definitely I'll keep you in mind next year when that comes around. What is your uh, social media platforms if you want to plug them in? Yeah. So on Twitter and um, Twitter and Instagram, we're at Vegan Film Fest. That's just at Vegan Film Fest. And, and we're most active kind of on, on Instagram these days. And then Facebook, it's at vegan or it's, you know, facebook.com vegan film fest slash vegan film fest. And you can find us there. I'm very, I'm actually very excited about that. I really have to sit down and look at what you have because there's a bunch of movies that looks interesting mm -hmm. on your website. Yeah. And we've got quite the, quite the range, you know, the topics range from health and fitness to animal uh, protection to environmental protection. Uh, we, we cover quite the gamut to public service announcements as well. That's one thing I wanted to bring up because that's something I keep on talking to people because you mentioned something earlier that that I like that a lot of the movies, we, we can't forget about vegans or plant-based individuals uh, that they need to remember why they did it in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I know that when I did, I was, as I was saying before the podcast, I was on a spiritual journey already. So to me, I cannot become my best version if I cause harm to others. So to mm -hmm. me, it was a non, it's non-negotiable. I will never go back. But for the people that, because I, I, I speak to a lot of people, I probably asked the question five or 600 times in the past three weeks alone, why do pe people become vegan? And the average person become, the average vegan is vegan because of plant-based, because it was good for them. We're, we're, we won't lie to each other. Psychologically speaking, we're very selfish. We do things because they're good for us somewhere sure. or another so most people became vegan or plant-based because it was good for them um but then i believe that showing them the movies like you're saying showing them dominions showing them earthlings showing them movies that are tough to watch will remind them why they're vegan because it's mm -hmm. not just a diet fad right right exactly yeah i like the saying that says uh come for the health stay for the animals yeah I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't say it any better. Mm -hmm. um, how do you find a, a, a documentary like uh, Game Changer? Because he took it very, I'm a big fan of fighting. I've been in it for 20 years, maybe. And I actually used to follow the guy. I used to watch him fight in the UFC and then, oh, yeah? He, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then he comes out with a vegan movie talking, but simply on the athletic portion of it really how not even the diet just how good your body feels and that even after his career he was in better shape physically than he was when he fought in the biggest organization on the planet how do you find those movies influencing people because they're easier to watch than a dominion or earthlings right. right yeah absolutely yeah you know vegan movies are great but if no one watches them then they kind of fall back at their wayside you know and Yep. They spent a lot of time and a lot of money on game changers for sure. You know, they had many versions. They, I think it took like eight or nine years, you know, to get it out. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. They started filming that years ago and, and almost were, were finished. And I think then James Cameron kind of got on board and they kind of scratched it all and, and almost started over. They, they did so much filming for that. It took years and years to come out, even from the time they premiered it at Sundance to the time it got released worldwide was 
two years. Um, they add, they kept adding and changing and, and that. And so, yeah, a lot of time, energy, and money went into it, and it's been phenomenal. It's, I think it's one of the highest uh, yeah. viewed documentaries of any type of documentary worldwide. And uh, yeah, they did make it very appealing for sure to to male athletes and, and males in general. And, and they worked very hard with that. And yeah, sure, there's lots of veganism um, aspects that were left out of that film, but it, it, you know, they're not trying to please, and they're not trying to work. No. They're not trying to uh, appeal to everybody in that film. They, they took a niche and uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, obviously it's been a game changer and I always get, <laughs> I always get people. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I always get emails kind of a few times a year from friends that are, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm in, I think I'm interested in this now. Like, where do I start with this plant-based journey and yeah. veganism? What's it all about? And then after that film came out, I, I must've had a uh, half a dozen or a dozen within a couple months of people you know, directly related to that film, asking me like, where do I start enough that I'd written up my own kind of war document cheat sheet of like, yeah. here you go. It's like copy and paste this email. Cause I can't be writing a new email every time I was getting so many calls. It's uh, they did a great job. They, I, I don't think it's a vegan documentary uh, prefer. Like it's not the, the type of documentary most vegan like. Sure. Because and it, it wasn't really meant for not- vegans my point thank you that's exactly where i was yeah. going with this it was meant to change people's mind yeah. on veganism or even i don't even think they call it veganism i think it's just plant-based that they keep on using because yeah. there there is a bit of a stigma with the vegan word right yeah yeah there's a little bit i think it's uh, getting less and less over the years but it's still kind of rings for some people I don't know if it's getting less or we're just used to it. We just don't care anymore that there's a stigma. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like there's so many food products coming out now that say they're vegan. Yeah. Right. You know, and I, I heard someone, maybe a dietitian or someone the other day has been in the field for 20 or 30 years. And they're like, the fact that like products are coming out now advertising that they're vegan, it's like blows, it blew her mind. She's like, I could never imagine this 15 years ago that they would actually be promoting that they're vegan. Because yep. there's a lot of products that are out there that are vegan. Yeah, absolutely. unless you're like me and you read every single ingredient of everything you eat, you wouldn't know that they ve- they're vegan right. because they will not put their name next to right. a vegan emblem. Yeah. Yeah. They we call them accidental vegans <laughs> <laughs> like, like Oreos. Yeah. Ex- Oreos is the perfect example. Not that I eat them, but it right. is a perfect example that they're vegan and they'll never say that they're vegan. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's a beautiful thing just in the past 12 years, how much that has evolved mm-hmm. just nutrition wise. But I think you, um, you'd have a great, great thing to do your film festival, mixing that with a food fest at the same time mm-hmm. where people can come up, watch a, cause is your plan to target people that are not vegan, especially, or you want to target anybody that's interested yeah, I want to talk to anybody interested, but you know, we want to grow this movement. We need more people yeah. to become vegan. We need to save more animals. And and yeah, definitely number one is is trying to get people that are you know vegan curious that maybe have one foot, yeah. one foot on the boat, and we want to get both feet on the boat. And and sometimes you know a film of of this nature that we show can can push people over the edge. And and that's you know our number one goal. But obviously it's easier to market to vegans and they get more excited about this. Cause they're, yeah. you know, this is our people. We want more of this. Let's go. We're going to show up. But um, you know, we really encourage people with the in-person one to, to bring a friend. Uh, we really encourage people that are home, watch at home virtually, bring a friend over, watch it with a family member. Um, that's how, you know, a lot of it grows. We probably don't have too many meat eaters, devout meat eaters walking off the street to come and check it out. But 
if you've got a friend, you know, if you're, you know, concerned about the environment, you're a bit of an environmentalist, you're maybe a dog or animal lover, you may be into yoga or health and fitness, like those people that are kind of fringe that um, they're a bit easier to kind of get full on the boat, you know? And um, so we're trying to appeal to kind of those areas to, to start off for sure. So do you go to, uh, cause one of the goals that I have for me personally is to go to universities, go to colleges, mm-hmm. go to high school. And especially I come from an athletic background. I've always been taking very good care of myself and to go appeal to those guys that a guy that's six foot one, 200 pounds of muscle that's covered in tattoos is vegan. And I don't look like one, but that is what I am. And I will stay this way the rest of my life. Yeah. And I think it brings something. If you can go to the athletic man, the young man, and, to, and show them how great it is for you. Yeah. It's um, what you're doing is a beautiful thing. All I'm saying is absolutely love what you guys are doing. It's absolutely great. I can't. I'm so lucky that uh, somebody from your organization uh, reached out. It's it's been a pleasure to be able to speak to you. I don't know if um, there was other things you wanted to add before we finish, but um, yeah, no, it's just uh, it's been great chatting with you, and and yeah, we hope folks. Uh, sign up and uh get your get your passes now they're they are on sale right now and on our website and um yeah as many people as we can get out tell your friends tell your family and um we look forward to, to having lots of people out and uh yeah it's a new crop of vegan themed films i'd say most of them no one has seen before so uh, it's a great way to kind of see what's out there and, and definitely bring a friend bring a family member and uh share the love perfect message um uh, i hope that after we should do a live you and i after mm. the um after the festival see how sure. it went how'd you like it how did it go i'd love i'd love to hear more yeah let me know if i can tell uh, you about me... the winners <laughs> absolutely yeah. let me know if there's anything i can do to to help it's really something Great. i'd love to be part of so just let me know what i can do Absolutely. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And I can, I, I'm happy to offer a coupon code for, for your listeners. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you were saying. Send me the information. I'll make sure to, uh, to put it in the comments of the, uh, okay. the podcast because they'll, it'll get released next week. So great. Yeah. So we'll do that next Thursday. The, I think it's the, yeah, about the day before you start, I think. So that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you the code right now and I'll also tell it to you, but it's just a, it's an RJLP easy one to remember <laughs> stands for relax just love i guess <laughs> that's right that's uh it's your listeners only get their that get their exclusive coupon code and that is going to be for 50 percent off jeez wow yeah. can i use that code too you can use that code too <laughs> that's great yeah so rglp and your website is ivff.com right the ivff.com the ivff.com yep Perfect. And, uh, yeah, you Google International Vegan Film Festival or even Vegan Film Festival, you'll find us. Thank you very much for your time. It was a pleasure meeting you, pleasure speaking to you, and I'm very, very grateful for what you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. It's been it's been a real treat, and uh, I enjoyed ch- chatting with you. Thank you very much.